so uh, we're reaching the the point in developing bodhicitta where if you were doing it systematically that is uh, rather than uh, the classical way of, of being trained in bodhicitta is that you, you go to your teacher he gives you one step and you go home you meditate on it for whatever length of time you med- you're supposed to meditate on it until you gain some realization with it and then you go back to the teacher and they give you the second step so that's, uh, that's tr- traditionally that's how uh, the, these instructions are given but now you know we give the instructions are given to you from uh, everything all at once and then you go home and then you you do whatever you can with it (laughs) okay Uh, so we reached a point now if we were doing the uh, if it was the the classical uh, way of training you you are very close to developing actual bodhicitta because of the experiences that you you, you, you've gone through so far with your meditation you're very close also if you have not already developed uh, 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 an actual meditative state if uh, now you're very close to actually achieve that meditative state because uh, bodhicitta itself is not just a, uh, just a wish it's not just a wish that you have that you, you formulate in your mind in a, in, a con- in, a, in a gross conceptual way but it's an actual absorption that you get into that has various uh, uh, elements uh, 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 that are happening at the same time. So, because of the realization that you have that you that you have through developing a sense of equal concern, equal uh, regard with all beings, and based on that, then you develop. Uh, 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 all the other factors of, of, of uh, you know, basically loving and having compassion w- w- with regard to all beings and not having any sense of biasness towards anyone. You, know, you don't have more love for one and, and th- th- than another. Uh, it is said that uh, if two people w- w- were, uh, if there were two people uh, dealing with the, uh, dealing with the bodhisattva. One of them was making offering to the bodhisattva, and the other one was, you know, uh, abusing, or, or either physically or or, or or verbally abusing the a bodhisattva. The bodhisattva's mind wouldn't be wouldn't be uh, disturbed in a sense that um, it, it, this bodhisattva would be having a hard time trying to deal with the one who was abusing the bodhisattva, and then having such sort of a, a, a sense of, uh, of uh, endearment towards the one who is making offering and who is uh, 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 praising the bodhisattva. The bodhisattva would have an equal, an equal regard for both. The bodhisattva's compassion for the one and who is uh, making offering and praising him would be equal to the one who is uh, abusing and, and, and trying to harm the bodhisattva. So you, you want you want not until you reach, um, you have actual uh, bodhi, bodhi, bodhicitta, will you be able to have your mind operate naturally that way. But when you want, but uh, at least with some effort, you you, you can uh, make your mind uh, on your way to get to bodhicitta. With some effort, you can make your mind behave this way, where you're not you don't you don't have any 
any bias as to who should who, who deserves your love and who doesn't. Okay. So, with your mind well trained in all those in in in, in, the, in the necessary foundations of bodhicitta, and which are all those trainings, all those steps that we were going through, they were basically trying to get your mind imbued with love and compassion, and that's the the foundation to develop bodhicitta. So with Tong Len, the way, uh, w- which is where we reach right now, which, uh, the, way, the way it is inserted in, in, in the steps that we're going through, is supposed to enhance compassion and enhance uh, love. And by, going, by doing your meditation on Tong Len uh, you know, regularly, reg- on a regular basis, so gradually your love and your compassion just grows and grows and grows and grows. And until... Uh, if you were doing the, the, the meditation on, on the, the, the method of where, where Tonglen is the, is the main focus, you, there, there isn't really a point where you, where, where you are saying, okay, now develop bodhicitta, or now you're, you're ready for bodhicitta. You just keep doing it. And, and it, uh, the method uh, takes you to the point, to the, through the steps, where you are able to do, uh, uh, no, let's say, taking and giving, giving and taking, Tom. Okay. giving and taking. <laughs> okay, where you go, um, it, it it prepares you to be able to give and take in a way that is genuine, rather than just give you rather than just have you start doing the, 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 the practice and there might be uh, some uh, biasness in your mind. So it prepares you in the same way that the other one, the other practice prepares you. But once Tonglen is presented, there isn't really a, another step afterward where it tells you, now you have Bodhicitta. It's just, you keep doing Tonglen, keep doing Tonglen eventually, and somehow Bodhicitta comes. Okay? So, but w- with the uh, previous steps where you are, where you de- where you're develop, where you're, the method is to begin with uh, developing on it, uh, looking at trying to see all beings that you encounter, all beings that you have, that you you come in contact with. Try to see them the same way, in the same sense of endearment that you have for the person, uh, for the the kind of relationship that you have with the person that is the closest to you. So, mother is the ideal kind of kind of person to think of that. So, it is called you know seeing all beings as your mother. Okay, so it could be anyone. It could be a mother, it could be uh, you know uh, your friend, it could be your child, it could be anyone that you have a, a, a readily sense of endearment for, and you want to s- try to see everyone that you come in contact with in that same way. Okay. So it begins that way, and then it eventually it gets you to to the point where uh, where 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 we should be right now, which is uh, trying to develop a sense of responsibility. So. When you're doing the Tonglen, your sense of compassion is growing stronger and stronger and stronger. You're strongly uh, wanting, uh, wishing that others' uh, suffering come to an end. And your love is becoming stronger and stronger. You're strongly wishing that others come in contact with happiness. And then, with these uh, sentiments growing stronger and stronger, uh, after, after some time, the sense of responsibility starts to come up in your mind. Like, not only do you just want others to not suffer anymore, 
you actually want to do something to bring about an end to that suffering. Not only are you wishing that others have happiness, but you're actually wanting to do something so that to, to, to ensure that others meet with happiness. Okay. And, and, it's not, and you're not only concerned about uh, relieving happiness temporarily, but you're concerned about re- wanting to remove happiness, for, uh, removing uh, suffering forever. And not only are you wanting to bring about uh, uh, happiness which are temporary, I mean, if that's all that the person can handle at the moment, then you, you want to you be able to provide that person with that happiness. But also you want to be able to provide the person with a happiness that is, that is uh, long-lasting, that is, that, that is ever, that, that ever, ever present. Okay. And when you, when you start getting to that, uh, uh, it's like you, you, you're doing the Tonglen and then you, you're starting to have a sense of, you're starting to be anxious. You're anxious about the person being, not, you're not only uh, in the Tonglen itself, uh, the visualization and the, uh, the, the, the process that you're going through is like the responsibility that you feel that you're taking. You're looking at the person. The person is, uh, is 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 suffering in some way, and then what? And you feel the uh, you want to take the personal responsibility of of removing the, the suffering, and the action that you're doing to remove the suffering is the Tonglen meditation, is the visualization of taking on that suffering. But after a while, you start to uh, uh, see that uh, you're just visualizing this you're not actually taking away other suffering and you, and this makes you feel that's why you feel anxious you feel anxious you feel like that you, sh- you should do something and th- that's when your compassion now has reached a, a point where it's about to become mature so to speak okay you want not only a suffering of others bother you uh, but it bothers you to the point where it makes you want to take action okay and at the point where you want to make, take action, that's where you develop uh, the, the very next step. And the very next step is not really something where you necessarily go through a process to develop it. It's a, it's a natural outcome by doing the, 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 this step. And when you feel the angst, in the feel angst, feel the angst. When you feel the angst, when you're trying to, uh, when you when you seeing others suffering, when you see others lacking happiness, when you feel the angst, the uh, Wanting to do something, you're 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 developing the next step, and feeling that I and, and then every once in a while you you feel an actual uh, what do you say an actual uh, no, thought goes in your mind. I'm going to do something. I need to do something. I have to do something. Okay, and uh, having to do something that you, you feel that. Not, uh, I have to actually remove the suffering. I have to. I must be. There must be something that I can do to remove the suffering. Okay. So that's the step of taking responsibility, and also this step is also referred to as. Uh, 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 what's it called? It's, uh, special intention. It's called special intention. You have, you have a. Uh, well. You just, you know, when you're uh, when you're considering something strongly, and you and uh, there's a point where the thought is is sort of like a, 
makes you want to get up and do something. But you can't at the moment get up and do anything because you, you have no idea what to do. But you feel the need to get up and do something. Okay. So that, that stage is somewhat... Mm, in the beginning will be somewhat uncomfortable, at least psychologically speaking. Like you feel the need to do something, you wanna, you, and you, you are ready to do whatever it, it takes, but you have no skill as to what to do to, 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 to remove the suffering. You have no skill as to do what to, to do to bring about happiness. But but the the uh, anxiety, not the anxiety, the urgency, huh? Urgency. The sen- you have a sense of urgency to, to to do something, okay? And it, it is this sense of urgency that would make you really look into what can be done. Is there something that can really be done to really remove suffering? Is there something that can really be done to bring happiness to others in a, in a, in a real way? And wh- when you start uh, looking, and, and, and when you start looking, what, what you will be looking for is an ultimate answer. You're not just looking for, uh, I mean, those thoughts will also come to your mind, like you're wanting to remove the pain in an immediate way. Maybe uh, if I become the president, <laughs> I, might, I might do something. If I uh, if I uh, 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 build a factory somewhere that might do something, if I uh, you know you 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 find your mind thinking along along those lines, but also your mind wants to think wants to be what would be an ultimate way? What would be an ultimate way? And that's where you start to see enlightenment in a in a more realistic way. Enlightenment is uh, you don't just see it as some abstract. Uh, some pure abstract that others have a say they've experienced that others can experience but you start to see it as a, as a means for you a, a possible experience for you a possible reality for you and you start to look at it start to look at it okay when, when I have enlightenment okay I will have, I will have the, the ability to do this for this person I will have the ability to do that for that person I will know what to do I will know what to remove I will know what to, what to bring so you, you start so you can say your faith in enlightenment starts to get stronger it gets stronger and stronger and then that's the taking part of the responsibility and then at the same time while, while you're I- examining what is the ultimate way of, of being able to provide uh, a solution to the, to the, to, to the situation you, you are developing faith in enlightenment and, at, and then since you are uh, focused and, 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 and your mind is focused in this, uh, in this uh, thought process that is going on then because of the, the, the years and uh, many periods of, of sitting down and meditating and all of a sudden now all these are coming together or, or gathering together or gathering momentum the actual sense of compassion is there the actual sense of love is there the non-biasness that you have so, so your mind is free the sense of freedom that your mind has in, 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 in being able to not being afraid to make contact with, with all beings so that sense of freedom and that compassion all those factors are coming together with your meditation 
and now you're seeking, you're seeking, you're seeking. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I'm ready to take on the pers- with, I'm ready. I'm ready to take on the, the on the on the responsibility of whatever it, it it will require of me to do. And all this, your mind is focusing. Your and then and that, all that becomes one thing. And then you lose. Uh, uh, awareness of anything else that is not connected w- w- with this process, and in losing connection with uh, w- with uh, with what uh, with all the other other things that are not around us, then you sort of like uh, reach uh, your mind sort of becomes more and more refined, more and more refined. It's, uh, this becomes your universe. The compassion that you have for beings and the love sort of like mix into sort of like one emotion, and uh, and and. Somehow your mind is holding onto all beings as though, uh, in a in a conceptual way, but it, there's a palpable sense that you are actually in contact with all beings. You're holding them in your in, in your mind, as though your mind is like a, a an arm and it is embracing all beings, and it, and your mind feels palpable at that at, at the moment, and 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 because you're so. Uh, Concern, so focus on seeking. What can I do? And you, and you have that willingness to do something. And eventually, then, then you, then you, then you, you make, you just make uh, uh, a determination, make a, a resolution, okay. a commitment, a commitment. And at that moment of making that commitment, I will, I will achieve. Buddhahood, and at that moment, that commitment is present within that, with all those things that are going on in your mind, and then your mind becomes absorbed in just that commitment, and you're in this meditative state where nothing else is present in your mind. The only thing that is present, the only thing that is that you, the only thing that exists for you at that moment is that commitment, and that commitment permeates your whole being. And and you you, you you are experiencing all those things which which are so that are connected when when you achieve a, a focused state of mind. But you achieve that focused state of mind where your mind is 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 uh, holding on to that commitment. I will achieve. I will get to Buddhahood. I will get to full enlightenment. In order to, in order to fulfill those things that brought me here. To bring, to really remove suffering of, of beings, to really bring happiness to sentient beings, and and it's no longer uh, an intellectual uh, faith anymore. It's 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 a, it's a more visceral reality. Rea- enlightenment for you is not just some exotic thing that you that you only experience in, in words, either in hearing it or in seeing it in, in books, but it becomes a, rea- a, a an actual possibility. That you can experience in your own being, in your own continuum, and holding that, holding that possibility in that frame of mind, that's when you're finally you're no longer an ordinary being. You're a bodhisattva. You have achieved bodhicitta. So, and and that state of mind is now uh, because you're now in a state of absorption. It, it will last for for some time, okay, and then we, and and you will not. Uh, suddenly come out of it when you come out of meditation it will permit uh, the strength of it will slowly I mean the strength of the absorption will slowly uh, 
fade away, but the, the transformation that has occurred is now permanent. Well, more or less. <laughs> okay. And from that moment on, the because of your of your of conviction about enlightenment, everything that you everything that you consciously do will be a means to get to that enlightenment. And uh, it is, and you can say that uh, if you told someone, if someone is suffering, right? Someone is in, in, uh, in, uh, suffering in some way, and you tell, and you told, and you told this person, "Oh, I know uh, something that will that will help you." This person will become very attentive to what you have to say, right? But if it's if it's not, if you're not bringing the, if you're not bringing it to the person, oh, here it is, right, right here now. The, uh, uh, if it's something you have to explain to the person then the person will have to consider and then depending on how much how strongly they believe in, in, in the method that you're presenting that will relieve them of their suffering that will determine whether or not they will take action to actually implement what, what, you, what you just uh, what you're telling them so if they don't really believe if they only really believe what you're saying they may not really they, they may not make um, much effort towards it so the reason that we find ourselves falling back, falling back, falling back from seeking enlightenment is because we are not convinced at the core that enlightenment is actually something that we can experience in our being. So when we get to the point where we, we are at the core, it completely, are completely convinced that it is something that we can experience. Nothing else matters other than, other than that. If you have to be if you have to be a billionaire in order to reach enlightenment, you will make yourself a billionaire. If you have to give up a billion, uh, a billion dollars to, uh, if you have to give up uh, your billion dollars uh, to be able to get there, you will give it up because you will see how you are convinced at the core that there's nothing more valuable than this, and whatever you need to do to get there, you will do it. Uh, so. Oh, what are we gonna? <laughs> so the, the the last two steps uh, uh, af, after Tonglen are not really steps per se that you you that you put aside Tonglen and you, you and you do these steps. It's really steps that are occurring that will start uh, uh, coming up in your mind naturally uh, while you're doing the Tonglen. And when you find your mind uh, thinking along the lines of wanting uh, that that sense of uh, anxiousness, wanting to take responsibility, don't stop. That means you're wor it's working. You, you, you're feeling the, the compassion and making you feel, making you feel that you need to do something and you want to take action. Okay? And that will get stronger and stronger. In the beginning, somewhere it might be un uncomfortable, in the sense that you feel the need to do something, but you have no idea what you, what you can do. So that might be a bit psychologically uncomfortable. So just go through it. It's a stage you have to go through. Okay. And then you will find your mind naturally contemplating what will be, what is it that I can do, really, that can really help. And that's when you start uh, either start reading books about what, it, what is the na nature of enlightenment. You start, and not only reading uh, Buddhist books, because you're, you're concerned really, who really has it, who really has the means. Uh, what's the real mean method of getting there? So it might be reading whatever. It might be reading novels because thinking of somehow you can extract from that the means of reaching enlightenment. 
Of course, you'll be, reach, you'll be reading what people tell you will, will help you reach enlightenment. Oh, no, he, read this book, it will help you reach enlightenment. And you will read it because that, that your concern and you're, you don't want to go through uh, having to remove, go through too many unnecessary uh, steps. Okay? But you'll, you'll be very concerned and you'll find yourself naturally. Okay, you hear so and so is teaching on such and that, you will go. Or you hear, you, you, you hear or you read about there's such a text on such and such a method, you will go and get it. And somehow, whether or not you present, you, you, in the present you don't have the means to do it, you will somehow find yourself having the means to do it. Whether the means to do it means that uh, uh, you don't have the time, you don't have the, you somehow you will find the time. If, you, if it's uh, resources, somehow you will, you will find the resources. Okay? If you're genuinely doing this and your mind is naturally taking you there, you will find yourself all the other things, all the other things sort of falling into place. Okay. Right. <laughs> now the meditation. <laughs> so we're gonna be sticking with Tonglen for a little while. And uh, and try to uh, make the Tonglen as realistic as possible. So we're supposed to be right now we're doing the teaching where where the Tonglen is riding on the breath. When you breathe in, you breathe in the suffering. When you breathe out, you breathe out, you breathe out happiness. And within the in-breath, out-breath, in the same, you're supposed to be doing, uh, giving happiness, taking suffering, giving happiness, taking suffering. And rather than just in one session for a long time, just give happiness, give happiness, give happiness, and then take it, take suffering, take suffering, take suffering. So if you're not at the point where your mind is um, flexible enough to, do, to, to go with the breath, so take one of the breath, take the in-breath, focus only on the in-breath, taking suffering. Or focus on the outbreath only, giving away happiness. Okay, and then the, and uh, when your mind starts to get boring, it will get bored. Then you you go from uh, you 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 go from uh, focusing on just people. Like when you've exhausted everybody you know that you can do tonglen for, then you know where do you go? Then you go into the what I call the theoretical beings. I mean, they are theoretical because, as far as we are concerned, it's not beings that we've directly come into contact with. I haven't seen a, a being, uh, you know, consuming fire and living for a thousand eons and waiting for another thousand eons before they, you know, before they die. So, I've, uh, something that I've read about. So, for me, I say that's a theoretical being. It's a, it's a being that possibly can, could exist. Okay. So, you, you think about the, the conditions of such beings, and then you do tongan for them. So you move their suffering and you give them happiness. And you can think about specific happiness that they might need, like if someone is suffering from heat, you give them coolness. Someone is suffering from cold, from freezing, you give them warmth. Someone is suffering from hunger, you give them food. Someone is suffering from thirst. You know, you can think about the different suffering, the different kinds of beings, and then you do Tonglen in reference to that. Okay? All the beings in the East, all the beings in the West. So there are ways for you to expand it. And so you, so you can get to the point where you feel your mind holding all beings, and you have your, you're embracing them all with compassion and love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to our friend Judith? Judith, yes, Judith uh, went through the operation, and uh, she said uh, she's she's home now, recovering. And uh, I, I think it was a, she said it was, I'm not sure she was a nine inch incision. Does that make any sense, uh, Ed? 
Yeah. Yeah. So she thought it was gonna be like a small thing, and then so it's gonna take a while to come out of that. Nine inch incision. She had an operation on the, on the, the back. Yeah. So. Whew. So. Yeah. So she's gonna be uh, in pain for a while. Okay. Okay. So uh, you ready? Let's. Uh, clear about what you're going to do in this meditation session. While you're summing up, summing up the determination, get your body into a, a way that is conducive to the meditation. So make sure the legs are conducive to meditation, the hands, elbows, shoulders, the back, head and neck, eyes, mouth, teeth, tongue. And have a clear memory as you can of the state of ease you were right before the break. And let that memory be so clear and vivid that you bring it to the present experience. And when you feel that sense of ease, bring your mind, your thinking, into your heart center. And observe five cycles of breath as you continue to strengthen your determination. So what you're going to do. the steps before the tonglen, bringing the mind to regard all beings equally, with, without bias, strong wish to have them free of suffering. someone or someone's either or you 
in the future, experiencing a particular suffering. And while focusing on this being, on this beings, let your compassion get stronger, stronger. Did you feel the need to do something? Now that need to do something, you bring upon yourself the willingness to take on to take on the suffering for them. Either with the in breath, see that suffering taking on a specific form. Cherishing attitude in the heart center. And with the opera, give away your happiness, your merit, so that this being or these beings can be both free of their suffering and enjoy the happiness that they seek.
tranquility that you find yourself in. While in that state, embrace all beings. Again, look at their conditions. And make strong wishes that whatever suffering that they're enduring, that they be free, free of it. Make your wish so strong it's as if you're willing it to happen now. Whatever happiness beings are looking for, strongly wish that they come to that happiness. And make your wishing so strong it's as if you're willing it to happen now.